Welcome to Zichud Avsi Member by Ram Goldhar and today we're going to the third parak, El Megalchin. The third parak has been generously sponsored Leo Nishmas, Yitzhak ben Kama Moshe, and Daniel Noam ben David. May their neshamas have an aliyah. This stop brings many sources with halachas of Avelos and then questions whether the same halachas applied to a Manduna and a Mitzora, someone who was excommunicated and a Mitzora. So the three dubs are going to focus on number one. On the bottom dub, Yud Dalad Amin Beis, we learned that an Avel is not permitted to cut his hair based on the fact that Kosh Baruch Hu said to Aaron's sons when they were mourning over Nadav and Aviyu, do not leave your heads uncut, which implies that it's us for all other mourners to cut their hair. On this stuff, we're told that an Avil is forbidden to wear tefillin. We learned this from when Akash Baruch told Yechezkel to refrain from many practices of mourning when his wife passed away. He said, wear your glory upon yourself, which Rashi explains refers to tefillin. This implies that other mourners are forbidden to wear tefillin. Avil is forbidden to greet others, for Akash Baruch said to Yechezkel, mourn and be silent. Although Yechezkel was not to conduct himself as a mourner, Rashi explains that he was commanded to observe this halacha. Point number two, the Gemara continues, Avol asubedivay Torah, and Avol is prohibited to learn Torah from the fact that Kashbarku told Yechezkel, Dom, be silent. The Gemara asks that if a Menduda is prohibited from mourning, and Rav Yosef said, Menuda shonav is shonav, one who is excommunicated may teach others, and others may teach him, he may be hired by others, and others may be hired by him, but a Muhram, one who is placed in the harem, which Rashi explains means that he's already been excommunicated twice, may not teach others, nor may others teach him, but he may learn quietly to himself, so they will not interrupt his learning. The Gemara then questions whether Mitzorah may engage in learning, and brings up rights that teaches from the Basukim that just as the Jews received the Torah by Ema, Beiru, Bereses, with awe, fear, and trembling, so too the Torah is taught with awe, fear, and trembling. This comes to teach that Zavi, Mitzorahs, and those who have relations with Nidos are permitted to learn, Ubalikari, Asurin, and Ubalikari may not, for their tumor resulted from levity. And pointing with you, the Gemara continues, Avil Asubasiyaz Molach, and Avil is forbidden to work, for it's written in Amos, Vahafachri Hagech Avil, I will turn your festivals into mourning. Machag Asubamolacha, Af Avil Asubamolacha, just as on a Chag, once forbidden to do work, so to an Avil is prohibited from working. Avil Asubarachitza, and Avil is forbidden to wash, for the Pasuk states, Vatasuchi Shemen, and do not anoint yourself with oil. Rachitza Bechalasicha, and washing is included in anointing. Avo Asuba Nil Sando, and Avo's not permitted to wear shoes, since the Koshbach told Yechezko, but Naalcha Tasmalecha, and put shoes on your feet, which implies that all the mourners may not wear shoes. So once again, the three points are number one. On the bottom of Dav Yud Daladam base, we learned that Avo is not permitted to cut his hair based on the fact that Koshbach said to Aaron's sons when they were mourning over Nadav and Aviu, Oshechem Altafrihu, do not leave your heads uncut, which implies that it's us for all other mourners to cut their hair. On this stuff, we're told that an Avo is forbidden to wear tefillin. We learned this from when Akash Baruch told Yechezkel to refrain from many practices of mourning when his wife passed away. He said, Wear your glory upon yourself, which Rashi explains refers to tefillin. This implies that other mourners are forbidden to wear tefillin. An Avo is forbidden to greet others. Akash Baruch told Yechezkel, Mourn and be silent. Although Yechezkel was not to conduct himself as a mourner, Rashi explains that he was commanded to observe this halacha. Point number two, the Gemara continues, Avo asubedivay Torah, and Avo is prohibited to learn Torah from the fact that the Kashbarach told Yechezkel, Dom, be silent. The Gemara asks if a menuda is prohibited from mourning, and Rav Yosef said, Menuda shonav is shonin lo, one who is excommunicated may teach others, and others may teach him. He may be hired by others, and others may be hired by him. But a muhrim, one who is placed in a cherem, which Rashi explains means that he has already been excommunicated twice, may not teach others, nor may others teach him, but he may learn quietly to himself, so they will not interrupt his learning. The more then questions whether a Matsura may engage in learning, and brings a Bryce that teaches from the Psukim. 
that just as the Jews received the Torah be'ema ubiyiru bereses with awe, fear, and trembling, so too the Torah is taught with awe, fear, and trembling. This comes to teach that Zavi Matzoras and those who had relations with Nidos are permitted to learn Balikari Asurian, and Balikari may not, for their tumor resulted from levity. And pointing with you, the Gemara continues, Avo asibasis molacha, and Avo is forbidden to work, for it's written in Amos v'hafakti chagechem l'Avo, I will turn your festivals into mourning. Just as on a Chag one is forbidden to do work, so to an Avo is prohibited from working. An Avo is forbidden to wash, for the Pasuk states, and do not anoint yourself with oil. And washing is included in anointing. An Avo is not permitted to wear shoes, since the Baruch told Yechezkel, and put shoes on your feet which implies that all other mourners may not wear shoes. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dov Tezvav, and our standard Simmon is a fruit bowl. And the way we get to fruit bowl is because Tezvav reminds us of Tubashvat. Tubashvat is fruit, so we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. The Avil who sat next to a fruit bowl containing scissors and his tefillin, and didn't greet those who came to comfort him, had his Gomorrah closed, and explained that the three W's on the fruit bowl were his Simmon not to work, wash, or wear shoes. Once again, it's motion. The Abba who sat next to a fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be one of Tezvav, to Bishvat, fruit. The Abba who sat next to a fruit bowl containing scissors and his tefillin, and didn't greet those who came to comfort him, which reminds us that the Gemara brings us sources that prohibit an Abba from cutting his hair, wearing tefillin, and greeting others. So the Abba who sat next to a fruit bowl containing scissors and his tefillin, and didn't greet those who came to comfort him, had his Gemara closed, which reminds us that an Abba is prohibited from warning Torah, but a Manuda and a Matsura can. So the Abu sat next to a fruit bowl containing scissors and his tefillin, and didn't greet those who came to comfort him, had his Gomorrah closed, and explained that the three W's in the fruit bowl were assumed not to work, wash, or wear shoes. Which reminds us, which reminds us, the Gomorrah brings the sources that an Abu is prohibited from working, washing, and wearing shoes. So once again, the Abu who sat next to a fruit bowl containing scissors and his tefillin, and didn't greet those who came to comfort him, had his Gomorrah closed, and explained that the three W's on the fruit bowl were his simon not to work wash or wear shoes. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazara. Daf Yudov. So the simmer Daf Yudov is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The handyman from Five Star Layman Repair. It's five star stars. That must be Daf Yudov. The handyman from Five Star Layman Repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Chola Moed, which reminds us in the next mission of states, Osimakala Gagal Merpesas Maizahedjot Avomaisa Uman. We may make a railing for a roof or a balcony in the work of a layman, but not the work of a craftsman. The Gemara is what is considered Maizahedjot, and Rabbi Yosef says, Behutzvadafne, with palm branches and laurel branches. A brisetata can be done by piling stones on top of one another and not cementing them with mortar. So the handyman from Five Star Layman Repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel, which reminds us there was a contradiction between our mission, which said repairs can be done on Cholomoed, provided they weren't intended to be done then, and a mission of Maishushin that said until the days of Yochum Kongadol, the hammer would bang in Yushan, which implies that only until his days working with tools was permitted, but afterwards it became prohibited. Three answers are given, one of them being our mission is dealing with large saws, which produce no noise, whereas the other missions deal with axes, which make noise. So, the handyman from Five Star Layman Repairs, who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Choa Moed, and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel, got a call to help a distressed man who had just turned over his olives to press them when he suddenly became an avo. Which reminds the Gemara notes that the opening mission of the second parak began with the case of mourning and concluded with what to do in the case of Choa Moed. It never came back 
to what should be done in the Bailas. Rav Shishid Braid Ravidi said that this tells us that things are permitted during Cholomot are forbidden to do during a Bailas. Ravashi disagrees and says the Mishnah is presenting the halachos in the form of a Loma boy. It's not necessary to state that the Malachah is permitted during a Bailas in the case of financial loss, since the prohibition not to do Malachah is only the Rabbanan. But even during Cholomot, when the prohibition against Malachah is at the Raisa, the Malkam Seda, Sharu Rabbanan, in the place of financial loss, the rabbis permitted the Malachah. Dafyud Beis, so the Sim Dafyud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers, 12 brothers, that must be one Dafyud Beis. The 12 brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build them a mega treehouse outside the Tchum, which reminds us, Shmuel said, The rule for entering into a contract to complete a specified project is that if the work is to take place inside the Tchum, it's forbidden to enter the contract with non-Jews if they'll perform it on Shabbos. For a Jew might see them and suspect that they were hired for work on Shabbos. If the work is for outside the Tchum, then it's mutter to enter a contract with non-Jews even if they'll perform work on Shabbos for no Jews will see them. But the Gemara brings additional qualifications for even work done outside the Tchum. So the 12 brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build them a mega treehouse outside the Tchum saw his kusi cousin who kept some halachas and not others hanging around on Cholomod, which reminds us what Chama Barguria said in the name of Rab, Hilchus Mod Kilchus Kusim Behalacha. The laws of Cholomod are like the laws of the Kusim regarding deciding halacha. That just like the Kusim, if they observed one specific mitzvah, it didn't apply they observed a similar mitzvah. So too regarding Cholomod, we cannot say that one kula in the halachas of Cholomod can serve as a basis for another kula. Abai said, we have a tradition, Hilchusmod Kilchus Shabbos, that the laws of Cholomod are like the laws of Shabbos. Yeshmehen Pater Abba Aser. For some of them, the person is putter from punishment, but the act is forbidden, and some of them are completely mutter. So the 12 brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build them a mega treehouse outside the Tchum saw his kusi cousin who kept some halachas and not others hanging around on Cholomoed. So they schlepped their heavy beams into the house because he was a known thief. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, On Cholomod, a person can bring his fruits into the house because of thieves. The Gemara brings a price to the taught provided he brings the fruits into his house in private so that no one will see him and assume that is generally permitted to do so. Rav Yosef had some heavy beams that could not be left outdoors and he brought them into his house during the day. He explained that daytime can be considered doing it in private for if he did it at night, he would need additional men and torches which would also be noticeable. Dafyud Gimel, so the similar Dafyud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more on Dafyud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Choa Moed, which reminds us on the bottom of Daf Yud Beis on Beis, Rabbi Yirmi asked Rabbi Zera, Kiva Melakta Bamod Bemez, Maoshi Yiknus regarding someone who scheduled his work to be done on Choa Moed and then died, did the Rabbanim penalize his sons by making them forgo the payment from his forbidden work? Rabbi Yossi Barkanin said that we have a tradition regarding Shemitah that if one improved a field during Shemitah by fertilizing, which is also the Rabbanin, and then died, his son may sow it in the year after Shemitah. So we see from here that in the case of the Rabbanin, the penalty is against the person, not his money. So too, in the case of work done on Cholomod, the penalty is against his father, not his money, and therefore his son would not be penalized. So, the Bar Mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Cholomoed and use them to pay workers who had nothing to eat. Which reminds us, the next mission states that we may not buy homes, slaves, or animals on Cholomoed, El or unless it's to provide for the needs of the mode or for the needs of a seller who does not have anything to eat. 
What's the law regarding paying wages for work on Cholomot to a worker that does not have anything to eat? Rav Nachman answered that the phrase that does not have anything to eat comes to include the wages of a worker. So the Bar Mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Cholomot and use them to pay workers who had nothing to eat, who were busy outside helping cover his cut figs with straw. Which reminds us, the third mission of the Duff states, We may cover cut figs with straw to protect them from the rain. Reuda says that we may even make it thick. The Gemara brings Malchokas Amarim regarding what the terms covering and making thick refer to. Daf Yadol. So the similar Daf Yadol is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The Cholomot juggler. Juggler. That must be on Daf Yadol. Yad. The Cholomot juggler performing for a freed prisoner who is getting a nice haircut, which reminds us that haircutting and laundering is permitted on a Cholomot for certain people, such as one who comes from Medina Siam, someone free from captivity, and one who is free from prison. But for everybody else, it's forbidden so that people shouldn't enter the rego when they are unkempt. So the Cholomot juggler performing for a free prisoner, who is getting a haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair, who just returned from an overseas business trip, which reminds us, in terms of permitting haircutting and laundering, for someone who returns from Medina Siam, Rabbi and the Chachamim agree that if the trip was merely for pleasure, then the person is not considered an ones and it's forbidden. And if he left for Mazonos to provide sustenance, it's permitted. The only disagree in the case where a wealthy businessman left to increase his profits. Rabbi holds that it is as if he traveled for pleasure and forbids haircutting and laundering, and the Chachamim hold that it's like someone going for sustenance and permits those activities. So, the whole Moa juggler performing for a free prisoner, who is getting a nice haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair, who just returned from an overseas business trip, didn't see the Avel enter the room and join the festivities, which reminds us, the Gemara states regarding Avelas, Avel in Noah Gavelus Barego. An Avel doesn't conduct himself with Avelas during the Rego, but the Pasuk states, and you should rejoice in your festival. The Asi of Avelas does not push off the Asi of the Rabim, referring to the rejoicing on the Chag. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Mesechus. Number one. Which doctor with Malchokas Tanakam Rabbi Yehuda regarding what is permitted when it comes to covering cut figs on Cholamoa? That's on Daf. Good Gimel. Good. Number two. Which doctor we learned that an Avo is not permitted to wear tefillin or greet others? That's on Daf. Tezvav. Good. Number three. Which doctor we learned that one is not allowed to enter a contract with a non-Jew to perform specified work within the Tchum if the guy is going to work on Shabbos? That's on Daf. Yud base. Good number four. Which death we if one worked on Cholomot and then died, his son may keep his earnings. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number five. Which death we that someone free from captivity or a prison may cut their hair and launder their clothing on Cholomot, but in general people cannot so they don't come to the Chag unkempt. That's on Duff. Yud Good number six. Which death we that an Avul cannot learn Torah, but a Manuna and a Matsura can. That's on Duff. Tezbav. Good number seven. Which of the one that the source for Ein Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha is learned from the dedication of the base of Migdash? That's on Dav. Tez. Good number eight. Which definitely learned that an Avul is prohibited to work, wash, and wear shoes? That's on Dav. Tezbav. Good number nine. Which definitely learned that one may buy from sellers and pay workers their wages who have nothing to eat on Cholomod? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do one can make a maka on Cholomod using palm and laurel branches? That's on Dav. 
You know, excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one, which step you know that walking a meal or sleeping would take away the effects of drunkenness only if one did not have more than a revise? That's on Duff. Yedzain and Tainas. Good. Number two, which step you know that one may lower produce through a skylight on Yantiv? That's on Duff. Laman Hay and Bea. Good. And number three, which stuff do we have multiple reasons given as to why Esther invited Haman to the Suda with Akashverosh? That's on Dav. Tezvav and Megillah. Excellent. All right, that concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.